When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yeah, thanks to Rob Kildare for giving us a bit of a preview to tonight's uh, two big matches uh, involving the Australians, Nick Kyrgios and Isla Tomlanovic. We'll have more on those matches tomorrow night on the Drive program with Peter Vlahos from 5 o'clock. Let's focus on the big event, Collingwood against uh, Fremantle Dockers. It's a Saturday night match over there in Melbourne. It's officially a sellout. So they're expecting 90,000 people. And now the Fremantle Dockers, I believe this morning, had sold about 4,500 tickets, people venturing across. They may have sold a, a few more after that. But, gee whiz, how big's the Magpie Army? that uh, are going to fill the MCG. Go the Dockers. I tell you what, Nathan Buckley from SEN Breakfast in Melbourne is certainly very impressed with the Fremantle Dockers Young Brigade. I was just struck by how young that side was to be able to have a 54-point 50, turnaround in actual in actual terms. Incredible. From a 41-point deficit to a 13-point win was, um, was amazing. Oh, look at it. Jai Amiss, two games. Um, Brandon, Brandon Walker, 29 games. Michael Frederick, 37 games. Heath Chapman, 21. Uh, Hayden Young, who's a gun, 33 games. Nathan O'Driscoll, 10. And if they're doing it at this stage of their careers, then the capacity is to keep pulling. There's no guarantees, but the capacity to keep pulling it together and keep growing and keep improving. I mean, Frederick, Switzkowski, Schultz as high forwards, who, who their work rate up and back. Yeah, yeah that, that was what they built their game off early in the year. And... I'd expect a really good, strong showing from them against the Collingwood, who's going to put fierce pressure on. There you go. Nathan Buckley talking about the young Fremantle Dockers that have been so impressive this season. Damien Hardwick was asked a question now that Richmond have bowed out of finals race and their season is done and dusted. There's a bit of conjecture regarding Trent Cotchin and the future of also Jack Revolt. This is what uh, the coach of the Tigers had to say about Revolt. Jack's done everything in his power to play what it is. And what we have to do is we've got a great understanding about where we're at now, but more importantly, where we need to take the club to move forward. And the, and the jumper and the man in the jumper is important, but the jumper and first is the first and foremost thing we're thinking about when we're making decisions. So that is a business decision, but there's also the human element of what this guy means to us. So we'll sit down tomorrow, we'll make it a collective decision. There might be a collective argument along the way, but uh, we're pretty sure... We'll what about when he was... Outcome. Mm, there you go. That was from AFL 360 uh, last night. Also on footy classified last night, if you caught it, uh, Caroline Wilson had a bit of an interesting comment to make about North Melbourne. The North Melbourne Football Club, in the time-honoured tradition of putting out the trash, announced the axing of their chief executive, Ben Amafio, on Friday, just hours before the first bounce of the Geelong-Collingwood final. They did the same thing a week earlier, axing their head of football, Daniel McPherson, after just 10 months in the job. The Amafio announcement, apart from cynical eyebrows raised at the timing, was not all that surprising. His position was precarious well before Alistair Clarkson sealed his fate. But McPherson, 
Why was he removed? Even North seemed a bit uncomfortable when you asked him the question, especially after he received a thumbs-up in the Jeff Walsh review where it was recommended that a new role be found for him. Look, clearly Alistair wanted his man, Todd Viney, at his side when he came to the club. But why was Viney suddenly appointed head of football when everyone said that he was going to be head of coaching? And now Alistair's having a big say in the new CEO. Is it too early to spot danger signs? Uh, well, there you go. Caroline Wilson with her editorial on what's happened at North Melbourne. Let's go back to tennis. And for those people that are pretty keen to watch Nick Kyrgios, he plays at 8.30 tomorrow morning, our time in that quarterfinal. And he's uh, really pumped. Speaking of your team, sometimes you give them a little of the business, more than sometimes in the match. But you seem now to be able to, to kind of do it, let off steam, and then refocus quickly. Has that been something that you've been working on? Definitely. I just don't want to let them down. You know, we've been on the road now for four months and, you know, we've all got families that we want to see and I want to make it count. You know, this is the last trip before I head back to Australia. So I want to go all the way. Um, hopefully it's possible. So. Yeah, and he takes on the Russian uh, Karchanov. Uh, Karchanov is rated 31 in the world. Nick Kyrgios, 25. And looking at the odds, uh, Nick is very much a firm favourite at this stage. $1.22, Karchanov uh, to cause an upset is at $4.33. And if you want to see Isla Tomlanovic, she takes on Onzjabur of Tunisia. But that's at 2 o'clock in the morning, our time tomorrow morning, for the right to get through to the semi-finals. So good luck to Isla Tomlanovic. And uh, she's through to the quarterfinals. Uh, just looking at uh, Onzjabur, she's one of the top 10 players in the world. And as you heard from Rob Kildary, she looks fighting fit at the moment. It's going to be a, a real test for Isla, but uh, she has been very, very impressive so far in this tournament. On Jabur of Tunisia, uh, her WTA ranking is number five, and Isla Tomlanovic, uh, her ranking at this stage is 46, and will go north once the new rankings are released at the end of this US Open. And just repeating, uh, it was great to have a chat to uh, Juddy Gardner, the football presenter from Celtic TV a bit earlier, because we have got the European Champions League it kicks off tonight. Really looking forward to it. And I wish Ange Postacoglu, Harry Kuhl and everybody involved with Celtic all the best. They take on the might of Real Madrid, the European Championship. And that gets underway at 3 o'clock our time tomorrow morning. And we'll give you a full wrap on the Champions League on Drive with Peter Vlahos tomorrow. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks to Lee. Thanks to Jimmy. Of course, it's all been brought to you by Toolmart, the complete tool centre. Thanks to Ian Peterson. We get the right tool from the start. See you tomorrow from five as we wrap up the Champions League, we wrap up the tennis, and we bring you all the latest news right here. Good night, everyone. <laughs>